morning, and welcome to the Redeemer's Refuge radio broadcast, brought to you by Redeemer Lutheran Church, One Deer Walk Lane in Charleston, a member congregation of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Redeemer Lutheran Church, help, hope, and home in the body of Christ. The psalmist writes, God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Psalm 46.1, this speaks to the hope God gives us amid the struggles of life. When life storms blow around us, our Redeemer, Jesus, gives refuge in the mighty fortress of our God. We pray this broadcast will remind you of that beautiful truth today. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord, our King, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Lord, we ask you mercifully to hear us and grant that we to whom you have given the desire to pray may by your mighty aid be defended and comforted in all our adversities. Through Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Our reading for this fourth Sunday in Pentecost is from Isaiah chapter 66, verses 10 through 14. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her, that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious abundance. For thus says the Lord, Behold, I will extend peace to her like a river, and the glory of nations like an overflowing stream, and you shall nurse. You shall be carried upon her hip and bounced upon her knees. As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. You shall be comforted in Jerusalem. You shall see, and your heart shall rejoice. Your bones shall flourish like the grass, and the hand of the Lord shall be known to his servants and he shall show his indignation against his enemies. You know, even God's people can lose their way. Like children leaving home in rebellion, we soon find ourselves hungry and thirsty. This attempt at adult independence has only reinforced our real status as infants needing milk or as Israel needing water. At the time of Isaiah, God's people had lost their way. What was even worse is that many of them thought things couldn't be better. Hey, times were good, and they even offered God gifts of sacrifice, so many that it became a show of who could offer the most. But hearts were not humble, and even the kings thought they were above the ways and means of the true king. Well, at least King Hezekiah attempted some reform, but it was not to last. His son, Yet another male heir quickly turned anything good that his father had done into yet more idolatry and vain sacrifice. So God had to bring his justice. Sin must be dealt with, punished. Isaiah warned the people, but they did not have ears to hear. There would be destruction, even of the very temple 
they had trusted as a symbol of God's presence and favor. First the Assyrians all but destroyed Jerusalem, and then the Babylonians actually did. Most of the people of Judah were taken into exile, humbled and humiliated by the Babylonians, humbled and humiliated by their own sin. Yes, we too often feel as though we are living in darkness. The world around us offers light, all too often flashy, but false light, and the kingdom of God seems to be in exile. Sometimes we fall for the falsehoods, and we think we're doing just fine when the reality is that we are still enemies of God on the wrong side. So why doesn't God do something about this mess? Where is the power of God? Where is our hope and salvation? Is there any hope for the future? God has a better plan than the ways and means and plans of this world, even among us as people. Yes, he must punish sin. Yes, we must know the consequences. But feeling some of the darkness only helps us appreciate the light. For God's plan has a future and a hope to the folks in Isaiah's day. The prophet proclaims that it will come suddenly when we are, yes, waiting for it to happen and yet not quite expecting it now. He describes the birth of a son in extraordinary terms, as though the child is born without labor pains. Before she was in labor, she gave birth. Before her pain came upon her, she delivered a son. Who has heard such a thing? Who has seen such things? Isaiah's folks may have thought about this child as a princely son, an heir to the kingdom, an extension of the dynasty. But we know about the final and ultimate royal son of the house of David, who was both David's son and David's lord. We know how this played out in the birth of Jesus. And the very same story takes us to the death of Jesus because, yes, God in his justice must deal with sin, our sin and the sins of all the world. And then God raised him from the dead. After the death of our sins comes new life with Christ. This is the new creation Isaiah spoke about in our Old Testament reading, back on the festival of that glorious resurrection on Easter Sunday. The new creation already come in Christ, and Christ will come again. But if Christ has come, died, and risen, why does it feel like we are still waiting for God to act? Back during Advent, the second Sunday, we heard the prophet Malachi say that he would come suddenly. And he has. Christ has died. Christ has risen. But why is the world still a mess? And why are we as God's people in the kingdom of God still living in hope and expectation? Well, today, Isaiah reminds us to rejoice. He says, rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her and joy, all you who mourn over her. Rejoice in that hope. Rejoice in the plan of the God who made it all. Rejoice in our redemption in Christ. Well, today, Isaiah reminds us to rejoice. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her and joy, all you who mourn over her. 
Rejoice in that hope. Rejoice in the plan of the God who made it all. Rejoice in our redemption in Christ. Rejoice that Christ has come, that Christ has died, that Christ is risen, and that Christ will come again. But we still languish. We want peace, stability, and security in our lives, relationships, and planning for the future, but the world can't deliver. We want peace, but we see unrest. We want security, but we only have more metal detectors. We seek the waters and bread of life, but we still get hungry, thirsty, not just physically, but in our life with Christ, in our life as God's people. Well, beloved, Isaiah tells us this very day that God will provide for us. He says, you shall nurse, you shall be carried upon her hip and bounced upon her knees. Like newborn babes, we receive from God the comfort as from mother's milk, not just in the future when Christ comes again, but even now as he feeds us with refreshing food, not just bread and wine, but his very presence in and into our lives. He comforts us with a way of life, with his plan of life, with an understanding of what's really going on around us. Even with the nations in turmoil, even with so many seeming to be enemies of God. Like a crying baby is fed, and like a restless child is bounced on a mother's knee, so our God comforts us. We are indeed children of God, and he says, As one whom his mother comforts, so I will comfort you. He further says, Behold, I will extend peace to her life like a river. And the glory of nations like an overflowing stream. In Isaiah's world, water was scarce. Of course, the same water that was needed for life could become a destructive flood. And Isaiah had even used that imagery to describe how God's enemies, whom his people trusted all too easily, could come like a destructive flood. But now it is God's peace, God's shalom, that comes like a river. And his enemies will come like a flood, not to destroy, but to become part of the people of God. (laughs) Imagine that, a flood of folks looking for the peace of God and finding it here. Well, that was us, those enemies and outsiders far off from the kingdom of God, whether we think about it or not. Maybe you have come to Christ longing, searching for peace. Maybe you've grown up within the household of faith like ancient Israel, And sometimes we take it all for granted. But remember that we are those outsiders, Gentiles, who have brought, yes, even the wealth of nations to the kingdom of God. And what a difference it makes. Our text begins with the suddenness and even unexpectedness of God's presence, even among those who are expecting it. But the context is the contrast between the faithful remnant, those who are humble and contrite in spirit, and those who remain enemies and outsiders. The text concludes with the reminder that there remains those who are enemies of God outside the peace of his kingdom, and that the consequences are severe and eternal. So yes, we rejoice in the comfort of our God, won for us by Christ's death and resurrection. God's care for his children, through his extraordinary son, provides for us even as we wait for the new creation to come fully when Christ comes again. 
Yes, we know that there will be struggle and discomfort all over the fallen world in which we live. But we rejoice in a a God who comforts us as a mother comforts her child. And yes, we know that God's grace and peace and comfort is for all. And that peace which flows like a river has come among us. Christ lives in you, with you. And whether young or old, we go forth as the children of God like a river of Christ's peace into the world out there. Amen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. Let us pray. God our Savior, look on this wounded world in pity and in power. Hold us fast to your promises of peace, won for us by your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for giving us a brief moment of your day. Our prayer and hope is that the message of the good news of Jesus Christ will have a positive impact for you as we at Redeemer Lutheran Church endeavor to be help, hope, and home in the body of Christ for all whom we meet. We invite you to come and receive the Lord's blessing through word and sacrament as we gather on Sunday mornings at 1045 for our worship service. We're located at 1 Deer Walk Lane, just off the Paula Road exit on Corridor G. You can find us on the web at RedeemerWV.org and on Facebook at Redeemer Lutheran Church WV. Thank you, and may God bless your day.